1: catch catching through three, halfway down and out. Antenacompo! Oh! Flex on Omianis! That's going to do it. The series is tied at 3-3, and we'll have a game seven. It's
0: BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio with you on BetQL Daily. It is a Friday, and we are getting set for the weekend. We know we're going to have one game seven in the Eastern Conference playoffs, and who knows, maybe this weekend we end up with three game sevens. We're going to have to wait on the results tonight, and uh, we're going to line them up here. Sixers and Hawks, Jazz and Clippers, fun Friday night in the NBA. Of course, the U.S. Open continues Stanley Cup playoffs as well, but Joe, as we're lining them up, talking about how we're going to bet these games tonight, get to that in a second, I'm thinking about your Sixers because if the Sixers are eliminated tonight or even in Game 7, we're all expecting big changes in Philadelphia once again because year after year, it's new excuse after new excuse. It, it You would think that the Ben Simmons, uh, I guess you can call it an experiment, would now end, uh, with Embiid at least. Um, that's what they're going through in Boston right now. Many changes at the top level, but uh, this Friday morning we're also finding out that they're making deals. Not, not only are they making some changes to the very top, but the Celtics have traded Kemba Walker, it's the 16th overall pick in the upcoming draft, and a 2025 second-round pick to Oklahoma City for Al Horford, Moses Brown, Moses Brown, and a 2023 second round pick just um uh, it, it appears to me they're just trying to change it up a little bit uh there because uh the, the group that they have was not working so that, that's what you're expecting if your team doesn't advance to the conference semis correct
1: yeah and, and it starts with ben Simmons it's just it, it's the Sixers have been waiting on Ben Simmons the moment he was drafted to take that next step and to be that player and he's a good player he's an all-star defensive player of the year candidate his offense is is, it's ridiculous I mean he can't shoot the ball he won't shoot the ball and this free throw percentage in this postseason second worst ever so yeah tonight when the Sixers take the floor against the Hawks it's not just Joe the series on the line it's it's the combination of Embiid and Simmons on the line I mean that's Mm -hmm. really what it is and it Joe, it's remarkable because when the Sixers started their process, the whole idea of this thing, and I, I was a believer, the whole idea okay. was bottom out because you don't want to stagnate as a middle-of-the-pack playoff team. You want to be a team that could actually win a title. Well, the ironic part is if they lose tonight or in Game 7, this team, since they started getting to the playoffs four years ago, has topped out as a second-round-and-out playoff team. It's like they've become what they tried to avoid. And, Joe, I know their favorite tonight, uh, you could get it about minus three Sixers as the favorite in this game. I, I don't trust them to go win. I, I don't think, that, I just, i I've watching them. This is where they crumble. They remind me, remember Doc Rivers' Clippers, all the talent they had? They never won. That's what they remind me of. There's something wrong with the Sixers. And despite being the favorite tonight, I don't feel good about them going on the road and winning.
0: If they win these last two games, advance to the conference semis, let's not even get, get to how it ends there uh, against Milwaukee or Brooklyn. If they do that, are they keeping the band together again? And they're going to say, hey, we, we had the number one seed in the East, a terrific regular season. It was Doc's first year. Yeah, we were stretched against Atlanta. But look, we were up against the wall. We came back and we moved on to the conference semis. Like That's an accomplishment to be in the Final Four. We just went up against Brooklyn or we went up against Giannis and we just didn't have enough. We're going to have enough next year.
1: If Daryl Morey was not the GM, I would say yes. I would say that might be the play. That guy doesn't set his hands. I mean, he, they tried to trade Ben Simmons for James Harden during the season. Like, I think Daryl Morey recognizes the issue here. They also were in on the Lowry thing before he stayed in Toronto. I think the Sixers look different next year unless they somehow win the whole thing. And based on what we've watched the last two nights, they're not winning the whole thing. So I think we're going to see a different Sixers team regardless of, of if they get to the fi- conference finals or not.
0: Uh, that's Joe Giglio. He's got a, a night show on WIP in Philadelphia knows what he's talking about. Uh, so that's why I'm asking a few of these questions, get some intel with uh, the future of the Sixers. I'm Joe Ostrowski, and the Sixers are favored by three on the road at Atlanta. Don't worry about their great record at home. They are the desperate team, so uh, they, they are favored by three. The total really jumped out to me, Joe G., Total of 231 and a half. That is by far the highest number we've seen in any game in the series. And in games four and five, the under hit in both. Under 226, under 224 and a half the last game. So I, I'm trying to figure out why is this such an outsized number? 231 in the hook.
1: Yeah, it's gigantic. I mean, I, I guess the the Cur- Curry's offense is, is kind of becoming more something you can count on versus something. I'm that's sorry. A I misspoke
0: game? 221 and a half, 221 and a half. That's, that's so it, it is, it is much lower, much lower than we've seen uh, since uh, game one. Game one is the uh, lowest that we've seen it. And this is the second lowest number of the series after back to back unders.
1: Well, that makes more sense, right? Cause I guess yes. they're, they're, they're um, expecting, not expecting Curry to keep dropping over 30 points. That's not what that guy's been. And I think at <laughs> no. this point, I think at this point, like the Ben Simmons free throw, situation is it's in his head he admitted it it's mental but when you have a player that's going to play 35 to 40 minutes for you would imagine in this game and he can't hit his free throw shots it it hurts the number it hurts the sixers for winning but also hurts the number like he's leaving points he missed 10 free throws if you're in, if you're taking the over or the under in this game you have to factor that in there's a player on the court who could miss 10 free throw shots in the game it changes things
0: one of the first things i looked at was sixers props What'd they do with Tobias Harris? What'd they do with Ben Simmons? Four for 14, last game for Simmons from the charity stripe. His points prop is 13 and a half. Tobias Harris misses nine of 11 shots, four points in the game. It's still right in the same old spot, 21 and a half. Uh, has, Has Tobias Harris been a guy that has bounced back from awful performances?
1: Yeah, he kind of he finds level. He he finds his level most often. I, I would imagine he would tonight. I think the numbers fair. The Ben thing is, I, I think the books and and the betters are reacting that it, this is a bad situation. He he's a guy that's averaged sixteen a game in his career. he was fourteen something this year. I, if I'm doing the math right in my head, I think he's about a little over ten points per game in this series. He he had he's had two games over this number, but he's had four games or three games under this number in the series. I, I I would take the under on Ben Simmons tonight. I, I just don't trust that he'll hit his free throws to get over that those, those points there.
0: How do we not go and beat over 33 and a half? I know health is always a question, but you would think that they're going to have to just rip him off the court with everything on the line.
1: I agree though. It, it's interesting. Clint Capella got roasted the other day. Cause he got, he, you know, he said after game four that MB yeah. is not the same player when he's fatigued and then Embiid comes out in game five and he's just amazing in the first, you know, 20 minutes or so of the game and everyone, you know, there's memes about Clint Capella floating out there was making fun of him. He's right. Joel Embiid isn't the same player when, when he gets a lot of minutes. That's the only thing that worries me with that prop Joe that mm-hmm. he's, he might be gassed. Like it's just a lot of minutes, all series on a bad knee. But if he can muster enough energy tonight, you could see 40 from Embiid. He's had those kind of games ready in this series. I, I take don't, the over.
0: Don't turn TV off. No lead is safe in no. this series. <laughs> no. And hey, that could be opportunity because you know if let's say the Sixers get out to a big lead, and even if they're up by 20, people are going to be checking their apps. Okay, what's the money line on Atlanta? Because we've seen it so much in this series. Uh, the Seth. Curry response is pretty intriguing. So the point total is 15 and a half throughout the entire playoffs. The threes made prop has been set at two and a half. They decided, okay, too many people are betting the over and they're hitting the over. Let's go up to three and a half. We're going to juice the under. But on the road, Seth Curry number finally goes up to three and a half.
1: Yeah, that's a big number for a, for a role-playing guard on the road that's not used to playing this kind of role. But, but here's the thing that is interesting about it. If you believe in the, in the Tobias Harris bounce back, if you think Ben Simmons plays a little bit better, that's going to hurt Curry's opportunities. The only reason sure. he's scored all these points is because Harris and Simmons are just uh, allergic to the ball in the fourth quarter. He's the only guy out there basically with them beads. So if you feel the stars of the Sixers bounce back, I, I would fade that Curry, that number. I would not go over there.
0: A couple of things that popped to me over on the Atlanta side, Trey Young points is 27 and a half. It was the same in Philadelphia. If uh, they're going to hang around in this game, uh, have a chance to close things out at home, uh, you know, Curry's going to be involved. He's going to be chucking it all game long. So he's at 27 and a half. And John Collins, pretty strong series. Uh, His numbers are at 15 and a half on points. Uh, Some books have seven and a half rebounds. Other books put it up at eight and a half.
1: Yeah, I like I like this. The um Trey Young points. Also, Trey Young's assist numbers have been pretty steady for a long time. Mm-hmm. now. I mean, he's he averaged about, what, nine during the regular season, had a big game one and he had 18 at one point in the series in a game. So,
0: he, right.
1: you know, he controls the flow of the game more than, people I think people look at Trey Young and like, oh, scoring. It's a pretty good passer. He gets guys involved. So I, I think the uh, the over on his as assists is a good play, too.
0: Yeah, nine and a half for Trey Young assists if you want to take a look there. It is not used at all. All right, let's go with the numbers that we have. Sixers favored by three, total of 221 and a half. Do you like that? Would you take a look at a series price with the Sixers down a game?
1: Uh, I would take the Hawks tonight plus the three. I, I, <laughs> home dogs, they have the they have the better record than the Sixers for two and a half months now. They've been great at home. I, I think the Hawks, It just, you, know, you ever watch a team you feel like they're mentally, it's fried? It just feels like the Sixers are mentally fried. The only hesitation I have is Embiid is great enough that if he's feeling right in his knee, he could just will them to a win. That's it. Yeah. But I don't everyone else on that team, I don't feel good about them going on the road and getting a win.
0: Hawks on the money line, plus one twenty-eight. Close it out tonight. Plus one twenty eight. It's, it's a
1: good number. If you if you like yeah. them like I do, it's a good number.
0: Three point dogs, the way they have played at home. Yeah. Desperation angle. It doesn't it feel and this is just kind of throwing things against the wall. Um, and a lot of us are hoping for a game seven. As a Sixers fan, you certainly are with this spot. But it feels like one of these two games tonight is going to go the way of the favorite, forcing a game seven, and one might be wrapping up.
1: Yeah, and I wonder with the wrapping up, whoever it is, whether it's the Clippers or the Hawks, I, I wonder if it's a matter of the other team just rolls over, right? There's some adversity and they roll over. I would love both these games to go right down to the end. But of the teams here, just I, I worry about Philadelphia just at some point rolling over if they get down.
0: I'll answer my own question. I'm on Atlanta plus three. And the nightcap, we've got the Jazz as one-and-a-half-point road favorites at the Clippers, total of 220. Good luck figuring out which Clippers team is going to show up. When everyone and their mother is on the Jazz, uh, Paul George has the game of his life in the playoffs. What do you know?
1: Yeah, and and Adrian Mosierowski tweeted just before we we hopped on for this segment that uh, it's progressing towards a game time decision for Donovan Mitchell. That that's the one here that really Ooh. throws the whole thing off. It sounds like Mike Conley is working towards a return. Woach reported so Conley going to be back. Mitchell is just he might be the diff- most difficult one to read of all these guys injured. It's it's pretty like look, Kyrie Irving's out. James Harden's back, but he's not a hundred percent. You know, Kawhi Leonard's out. It's like, you know, Donovan Mitchell's there, but he's not the Donovan Mitchell we saw you know, a few game, few games ago where we have Stephen A. Smith saying he's the greatest jazz player of all time. Like, we, that guy's <laughs> not around. So, yeah. it's, uh, you know, the Clippers at home, that feels right. But can you trust Paul George to do it again? Like, that's what it comes down to. Can Paul George do it again?
0: No, I mean, I, I have Mitchell's a top 10 player in the league, and we all know that the great ones in the playoffs, you don't have bad back-to-back games. Mitchell just did. Mm -hmm. He's not healthy. He's clearly not healthy. Uh, Last two games, he is 15 for 45 from the field. He's shooting only 33%. He was 6 for 19 last game. Uh, Before that, he's going 37-30, 37-45. He's clearly not healthy. And the season on the line, for that to be even a game-time decision, man, it's got to be bad. Um, I expect to see him on the court tonight, but he's not not gonna be close to hundred percent. And then there's the Conley. So it sounded like there was another setback with Conley. We're not even talking about Conley, so it seems like he's not gonna be out there either. This this could uh this one could end tonight, man.
1: Yeah, the Jazz are favored. That that's yeah. that's the part that is is most on the road. On the road, favored <laughs> on the road, even though their best player, like you just said, is a shell of himself physically, and we don't even know if he's gonna play tonight. So the, the market is not – it's not buying into Paul George is what I'm saying. The people aren't you know taking this. Like if Kawhi's playing in this game, what what what's the line here? J- Clippers buy oh. six? Uh, it's up
0: there. Yeah, it's yeah. up there. Close it out at home. Even though I will say that the Clippers don't have the greatest home court in the NBA. It's nothing like Utah had, and it didn't really matter in that game. Uh, PG don't know that he can uh, repeat the 37 and 16. They need Reg Jackson to show up. He was vital in their Game 5 victory. The one I can't figure out on the Clippers' side is Morris. Which Morris are you going to get? To start the series, he was 1-for-16 on three-pointers. 1-for-16. Morris' last two games, 8-for-10. If he's hitting his threes, the Clippers are going to win.
1: And they they were one of the most efficient three-point shooting teams ever during the regular season, which is which why I like the Clippers to so do some damage in the playoffs. But Morris is up and down. I, I, I'm with you on this. If he hits his threes, they, they might roll in this game. They, they might really take a big lead and, and roll with it. But I he's another guy that it's just very difficult to believe he's going to shoot like that again.
0: So it's the Clippers. I have to say, Jazz minus one and a half. How about you?
1: I'm with you. I think the Jazz. David, <laughs> I think I think that the Jazz take this back and we get a game seven in that series.
0: I don't know how Mitchell's hobbled. It doesn't sound like Conley's going to be out there. I don't know how Bogdanovich will have to snap again. But uh, Jazz forced a game seven, and we have at least a couple of game sevens uh, this weekend. It's Joe Strosky, Joe Giglio. This is BetQL Daily. Let's continue to talk about these intriguing NBA playoffs. Harrison Sanford will drop by. He does a podcast with Danny Green. So keep it locked on BetQL from BetQL Daily.